Maximize Your Influence is your podcast for the latest persuasion, sales, and negotiation techniques. Our mission is to help you influence on command, anyone, anytime, anywhere. Your host is the author of Persuasion IQ, Laws of Charisma, and the best-selling book, Maximum Influence. Now, your host, Kurt Mortensen. Welcome back to all my persuaders out there. This is Kurt Mortensen, and this is the podcast, Maximize Your Influence. This is number 205, as we had some good vacation time, a good holiday. I have been traveling. I've been in Dallas. Shout out. We did a three-day in Dallas on influence and authority and leadership. That was a lot of fun. Of course, Dallas, you got to get your wings and your barbecue. And did not disappoint, as we always talk about food on this show. That's the food I hit up this time, but everyone's telling me you got to go to Torchy's Tacos. So that's next time on the list if you're in Dallas. Or even, I think, Denver, you know what I'm talking about with that. Appreciate the email. In fact, we'll do a listener email today. Of course, you can reach me at Kurt, K-U-R-T, at MaximizeYourInfluence.com with questions, comments. And, of course, we love the rude, derogatory comments or even the bad jokes. I will take those, too. This week, I'm off to speak to a large group of financial planners. Should be a lot of fun as we teach additional persuasion, influence, and sales skills there. Again, everything you want is on the other side of persuasion. But let's dive into it. Before we get into the listener email, let's start off with the blunder. Homer, go. Don't, don't, don't. Well, yeah. Blunder has uh, happened to me. As I mentioned, I was in Dallas, and uh, I took a later flight than normal. Of course, delay and change in delay. And I don't know if it was a weather thing or... What was going on? But I didn't get the hotel. It was well after 1 a.m. And, of course, I had to be up in probably five hours to get ready for the next day's event. And I was just ready to get some sleep. And I got out of the taxi and walked up to the counter. No one was around. And a little sign that says, oh, excuse us. We are away from the desk. Please give us 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, really? There was no bell to ring. There was... Nothing. All the lights were on. They even had a little food court off to the side where you could help yourself. And I was tempted to help myself, although I didn't. Yeah, and I waited and waited. Like, really? Is this really happening? I mean, this is probably a four-star hotel. <laughs> I'm waiting. And it's not a small place, so that was strange. And then it was probably, I mean, to me it seemed like 30 minutes, but it was probably only 10, 15 Guy comes out of the back, and I would look like he'd been sleeping, so that even made it worse. <laughs> so that is the blunder, because this is the important thing with your product service. When people come into your place of business, whatever happens, if the first thing goes wrong, you look for everything else that is wrong. That's why it's so important to make sure that first thing goes right. And A, it was bad service, disrespect, hurt my feelings, okay? It was just wrong all the way around, and that is the homer. Make sure the first things go right. And then if something does go wrong, of course you want to make it right, but people are more forgiving because they know most of the things you're doing are right. Then, of course, we got to do the geeky article, and here's your favorite sound. So I'm diving into these articles for you so you don't have to read some of these journals, although this one's not too bad from the world of psychology and Psych Central. The Heart Institute, 
and alternative therapies. All brought together by Matt Nagan. I'll post this on MaximizeYourInfluence.com where you can download podcasts, leave comments, see additional products and services. Go there and take a look. The article is The Benefits of Laughter. And we've heard bits and pieces of this. And they talk about history, how Chinese emperors had what they called court gestures and Native Americans had tricksters. And in uh, in the Middle Ages in Europe, they had these droll satires who who are always performing comedy. We all know about laughter. Maybe you've seen Patch Adams. And we've talked about how having a good sense of humor increases your ability to influence. If you get someone to laugh and smile, they're easier to persuade. We've talked about how mood matters on the show. But there's also a healing power where Dr. Zeller talked about cancer patients and how it had increased immune function. So there's a healthy part of this. It makes you happier, makes other people happier. They make them easier to persuade. So there's a lot of upside here to learn how to get people to laugh, to get them to smile. <laughs> I've mentioned before with humor, you got to be careful though. They're either going to laugh with you or laugh at you or feel sorry for you. You got to make sure your humor works. And here's the key brought out. It says laughter gives one's perspective. It enables you to see how small your problems are and reminds you what's really important. And that's so true. So in every aspect of your life, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, a little more humor, a little more smiling, help your prospects learn to smile, change their mood. It's going to help your health. It's going to help their health. I mean, we're talking win-win all the way around. It works. We know it works, but we get so stressed sometimes, so busy, so focused that we forget about the little things, which is a little smile, a little laughter. It's okay to take some time to do that, especially in your presentations. A little laughter, a little smile goes a long way. I can't imagine teaching a three-day seminar without a lot of laughter and smiling, especially sitting in the audience. I mean, you don't want to just learn. It's now all about the edutainment, right? To be educated and entertained at the same time. And that leads into our listener email. And I want to talk about humor and a few other things, but this email has talked about the last couple of weeks. Probably was the last month. I spent a lot of time on price and that price is not the issue. You're the issue. How do you change that perception of price? And so I got quite a few emails and thank you for your feedback, your support. I really appreciate that. Thanks for writing those. It helps me out and it helps me continue with the podcast. This comes from a Greg G in North Dakota. And I bring up North Dakota because I've never been to North Dakota. <laughs> I've been to all the other states. I've spoken in all the other states, but not North Dakota. So, Greg, uh, bring me out. i got to cross that one off my list. I need to get to North Dakota. And this is what Greg says. I really, 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 I don't read all the reallys, loved the podcasts on price. And for those that haven't listened to those, go to InfluenceUniversity.com and get access to the archives. So he's a really, really, again, forward, love the podcast on price, and it's really helped with the different techniques and how to adjust price. But let me ask you this question. This has been wearing in my mind, and it really hurts me in the marketplace. He says, what if you're in a marketplace where your product's the same, your price is the same, the warranty is the same, everything is the same? What do you do? How do you distinguish yourself? All right, Greg, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, but hey, come on. You know how to do this. It doesn't matter if everything's identical. There's you. You are the difference here. You are the one that's going to make the difference. You're the one that's going to use a sense of humor and they like you more and they're going to go with you. Talked about the CEOs that I've interviewed where everything's equal. I'm like, well, why did you go with them? The price was the same. Almost everything was the same. I'm like, well, I liked them more. So now we got to come back to you your likability, your humor, your service. This is the key factor. Provide more, do more, get them to smile more, get them to like you more. 
That's what makes a difference. That is huge when we talk about doing this. And let me give you a few tools to be able to do that. We've talked about one. Humor, smiling, get them to like you, your likability, empathy. I'll put it all in that category. That's something that you can do and that you can work on. Because you have to ask yourself, are they comparing you to a used car or a Rolls Royce? Are they comparing you to a Motel 6 or a Ritz-Carlton? I mean, they both have beds. You're both sleeping. But the service is different. The expectations are different. Are you hungry? Do you go to McDonald's versus a Ruth Chris? Have you been to that steakhouse? Completely different. Now, obviously, the price is different, too. But you could go back and look at your, your service and how you help them and how you make the difference. So if you can show a, a little respect and power others, and as Ralph Waldo Emerson said, men, of course, or women are respectable only as they respect. And even within organization, you look at leadership, companies that value pro-people practices, they show respect, they perform better. They get 40% more overtime, less sick day. And when you look in the workplace, it's about the relationships. When you look in the influence world, it's about the relationships, showing respect. It's a critical factor to what you do. So if you want to put yourself above the competition, show a little respect. Very contagious. People are hungry for it. And you're not there to criticize other people. That's a big part of respect that people don't realize is that they uh, want to criticize a competition or criticize a boss or a coworker. That comes across in the wrong way. When you criticize a competition, you're criticizing yourself in the same way. They're not going to do business with either one of you. Now, you're like, oh, Kurt, what do you do? What if the competition's really bad? Well, what if they are? They'll find out. Maybe, maybe give them a way to find out for themselves. Send them to a website or an evaluation or have them talk to a few people. Have them find out for themselves that they have a bad reputation. But you don't want a bad mouth. That hurts the respect. How do you do that? Always have your integrity. Always do what you say. Be dependable. Be stable. Even having good manners is part of respect. That can be as simple as when there's another phone call, not putting the person on hold. Treat them like the most important person in the world. Those are things that you can easily do, and then people will like you more and want to do business with you because you show them basic respect. People are hungry for it. That makes a difference. And here's the key factor. Even if your product's more expensive than the competition, they're going to go with you because you're going to serve them. You make them feel better. You're showing them respect. You're a human being. You have integrity. That makes the difference. Just because someone's cheaper doesn't mean they're going to go with them when you provide these factors. And especially if you're the exact same price, you have the edge here by knowing human nature, how to influence, create that likability, learning how to serve and show respect. That makes a difference. And we forget about that a lot of times where we think it's just about the features. No, what are the benefits about you and working with you? Sure, the product's going to be great and solve their problem. What about you? What do you provide to the mix? Think about that this week. What do you provide that's different than everyone else? How can you serve them more than anyone else? How can you respect them more than anyone else? How can you get them to laugh more than anyone else? That makes a difference. What I'm going to add to the list too, and you can moan if you want, is your ability to listen. I know, but I'm talking about listening with your ears, your eyes, and your heart. And you're terrible listeners. We all are. We need to work on it because great persuaders listen three times more. And when you truly listen, they're going to tell everything you need to know to persuade them. They're going to like you more. And that's one that we could all work on. I mean, one study showed that poor listening skills account for 60% of all misunderstandings. Another study shows 80% of our success in learning from their people is based on how well we listen. Great leaders are listeners. Again, I'm not talking about hearing. Truly practice this. If you want a great relationship, it's a great people skill. People like you more. I don't know what else to say. Work on it. It makes a huge difference. 
And so since everyone's bad and you can get good at listening, that can distinguish you from your competition. You know, when you listen, give them undivided attention. Don't let distractions hurt your listening skills. I mean, simple things like leaning forward. If you're on the phone, uh-huh, really tell me more. And always pause before replying. That's a key factor. And the big one is never interrupt. I know you've heard the same question and the same objection over and over again, but you have to remember it's the first time they voiced that objection. You've got to hear them out. You've got to pause. You've got to reply. Show them that you're listening. Otherwise, my research shows you've crossed the line from confidence to arrogance because you weren't willing to listen. And it's all a subconscious trigger. And I could spend five podcasts on listening, but you're all in denial anyway, so I'm going to move on. But do work on that. If you really want to take a deep dive on how we listen and meta programs and how to connect with people, Podcast 107 is the one for you that will really help you out. Again, that's available on Influence University under the archives. That's free once you've registered. It makes a big difference. And of course, my plug for Influence University, that's the home of our 52-week PhD Influence Program where every week you're getting a new tool, a new insight, a new video, a new audio that will help you master these skills. You can go as fast, as slow as you want. It's set up for 52 weeks, but I know some of you want to run, get it done, increase your income, and that's perfectly acceptable. That's InfluenceUniversity.com. So that's my plug of the day, but let's finish. Why do you differentiate? How do you distinguish yourself when you're exactly the same or you're more expensive? What can you add to the table? We went over the science a few weeks back as far as the different techniques, things you can do. But now I'm talking about service and connecting and the people skills and the empathy and the respect and the listening skills. And want to give you one more thing that can make a big difference. We can call it goodwill. We can talk about service. In fact, first of all, helping others and serving others not only connects you with people, but improves your health. Okay. There's something about it does more for you. When you're serving and helping other and showing that goodwill and that friendliness, it actually changes you and changes your health. There's just It's just how it is. And that's a key thing here. If you're in the mindset of serving and helping others and improving their lives and helping them out and solving their challenges versus getting the commission or getting the sale or getting the money or crossing them off your list or trying to get them to go away, that makes a difference. People sense that. They're not always going to call you out on it, but that simple thing of giving back, showing goodwill, service, whatever you want to call it, that is a key factor. When you're in that mindset, people spend 10 times more because they know you care. They know you're there to serve them and help them that you have their best interest in mind. I mean, think about it. What could you do to improve someone's day? Offering a compliment, boosting their esteem. We've talked about that before in different podcasts. Listening, asking about their day. Just being aware for little opportunities to serve and help others. Pay the toll of the person behind you, leaving a big tip. Whatever it takes. You never know when you do business with these people, and especially the people you plan on doing business with or are doing business with. Make a difference. Do a little more. Be a little kinder. Show a little more respect. Have a little more empathy. Have a little more humor. That's what makes the difference. And then people will pay more. They'll do more. Whether it's the same price or more, it does not matter. It puts you on the top of the list. So, Greg, that is how you differentiate yourself. That's how you distinguish yourself from the competition. They know you're going to help them, that you're there to serve them, that you respect them, that you will listen to them, that you make them feel a little better with a little humor, a little smile, just some of the basic people skills, just some of the basic influence skills people are looking for. And I'll tell you what, most people around you are not doing that. This will help you become a better persuader and an influencer and 
If you want referrals, it's a great way to get more referrals because you have that connection. They want to help you out. You serve them. Reciprocity, they want to serve you. So some basic, basic skills today. But I know, I guarantee, one of the things we talked about today you need to work on. Probably a couple of, maybe even all of them. Because they are basic 101, but they're the first ones that tend to go that we forget about when we get tense or frustrated or busy. We tend to forget some of these basics. That's what makes a big difference. So, Greg, hopefully that answers your questions. Invite me to North Dakota so I can come to visit. Take these skills to heart. Pick something to work on this week. Visit me on Facebook at Maximize Your Influence or our new YouTube channel we're just launching at YouTube slash MaximizeYourInfluence.com. We're adding videos every week to help you out to become more influential because they should have taught you in school. Why don't they teach these basic skills in school? That's what I'm working on. I'm trying to get more universities to do it. But don't worry about that. I will teach you the skills of the podcast. Invite your friends to the podcast. Master these skills and go out and persuade with power. 